Hello and welcome to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast where we give powers to a name. Uh, this is the part where I usually do some sort of metaphor coming in to our factory, the, the patisserie, bakery, no, car dealership. No, welcome to the sick bay where Dean is welcome, currently lounging. Welcome to the sick bay. It's precisely uh, as of recording, what, nine days into October and I'm already cold ridden. Um, but it's okay. I dosed up. I'm all... Uh, I'm full. Shall I say I'm full of creative, creative juices? Not and like by that, juices again. And by that I mean just very powerful medicines. I, I, of course, I, I am D McKnight, and I'm here to guide you through this uh, creative endeavor, uh, for which there may be many potholes, uh, traps, uh, seemingly dead ends, but we, we will get through them with the help of my very good friends Josh and Jade. Hello everyone. How are we all doing? A little bit better than me, I imagine. I mean, yeah, I'm not sick, so. Good, good. Josh, are you okay? Are you alright? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, I was going to make some sort of nurse joke. Uh, mm, uh, no, no, wait for it. Yeah, I'll wait for it. I mean, I was going to, but I'm not. Now you're obliged to, please. Well, no, I was, Go I was just going to say, oh, it's me, Josh, your nurse. Oh, that that, that would have been all right. I would have, I would, I would have appreciated that. Oh, I need some taken care of, Josh. Can you take care of me, please? I'm, I'm sick. Yeah, I'm sick. Um, I'll see I'd, what I can do. I M- take maybe... care of you, Dean. But all these, you know, weird traps and potholes that don't belong in a sick bay are inhibiting me from coming to oh, your aid. I, I was supposed to guide you through those, but I'm, I'm too, too sick. Well, do you, do you know what makes me always feel better? What's that? A nice story. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, I imagine you've read one or two or three or four or five or six uh, since last week. What, what have you been reading, Josh? Um, yes, I have read five or six, but I'm only here oh. to recommend one because this we try to keep these recommendations short and snappy. <laughs> we do, but, you know, we get so into it. We do. Um, so I'm going to try and keep this one short and snappy because I, obviously I know that the patient needs their rest. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. So I have been reading a, another comic that I got in Shortbox the other week. Um, this one is called uh, Cry Wolf Girl by uh, Arielle Rees. Ooh. Um, it's a very cool short story about a girl named uh, Dawa. And it's kind of a take on the Boy Who Cried Wolf story. Hmm. <clears throat> um, to a point where it does get referenced. And, it, and it's all about um, Dawa kind of... Sometimes she cries wolf... And she's trying not to because obviously she knows the story, but it's also kind of trying to fill the void of her lost family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like some anxiety stuff about you know I will not call, I will not cry wolf that kind of thing. And yeah, so that's kind of the story. I don't want to go too much into it because it, as with most of the short box things, it's a nice little short read. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to jump straight into the art, which has a really nice palette of a uh, lot of like reds and browns and stuff. Yeah, uh, more a lot, a lot of reds, um, which is just gorgeous. And it kind of there's a lot of we said it last week. There's a lot of nice kind of negativity space stuff. Um, there's a couple of pages which are done in like entirely in black with just like white pencils. It's really cool. Um, yeah, no, it's a wonderful book. Um, I implore you all to read it. Mm. Nice. Th- thank you, thank you, Nurse Josh. Um, I'm sure the patient will will enjoy that. Yes, please take uh, two Cry Wolf Girls uh, daily and see me in the morning. Uh, well, uh, I'm sorry, Dean, because that actually was really bad for you. And uh, I, Priest Jade, am here to read you your final rites. Uh, 
because uh, I've been reading something religious. Oh, this still off the beaten path for you, Jade, <laughs> A little it? bit, yeah. Um, I've been reading Heart of Gold by Viv Tanner and Eli Baum. Ooh. Yeah, so it's about a uh, pianist who is losing his eyesight and uh, he regularly attends a mass at which a priest conducts kind of mass faith healing. Um, but every time the, the pianist uh, gets to the front of the, the line, it's like a queue forms mm. in this mass. It seems very businesslike. Um, so every time he reaches the front of the line, the, the priest just holds up a hand and says, oh, until next week. Um, and this pianist is seemingly you know, a very kind person, but begins to notice something odd about the mass healing and deaths in the local area. And so he decides to spend more time with the priest to try and figure it all out. Hmm. Now, this is a beautiful large format comic. Like it, It's a massive hardback. Not Ooh. like thick. Like It's not very long at all. This is just mm. part one. Um, but it's like, it's not quite, um, I'd say it's around like a stereos polyp kind of size. Is it kind of Ooh. like the uh, the Black Sad volumes? Yes. A nice, a nice big wide page size. Um, so it also has like gilded edges. What, what so, a so, like, fancy ass book! Yeah, it's like really leaning into kind of like the biblical feel, mm. which mm. obviously lends itself very well to the story. Um, and because of the sheer page size, there's so much space allowed for the gorgeous backgrounds to breathe. Um, it's a very gently paced comic, but the intrigue had me like just fucking whizzing through it. <laughs> so I, I need to like definitely go back and just reread it, like. I think five times is warranted. It's is that Damn. pretty? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it's odd. I, you know, as you said, re- religious stuff is very off my beaten path, <laughs> and I I hate organized religion. Full stop. But weirdly, I quite enjoy like the history of imagery and architecture that organized religion has created. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. I get you. And so you get, you know, that is very abundant in this comic. There's wonderful design in the architecture of the cathedral and like um, stained glass windows and paintings and statues. I got um, this through their Kickstarter and it actually came with like a little uh, behind the scenes thing. But it was, uh, how? what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's like... Printed as if it's like a little handout at the church. <laughs> yeah, so like a really, pamphlet. Yeah, yeah. So it's really cute. It's very like an in-universe item, but it shows you like all of their inspiration for the architecture and the statues and all that. Um, so it's very in-depth. And the palette shifts ever so slightly each chapter with an increasing use of a foreboding red as we get closer to the truth. More red, more red. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I loved it. Um, I'm really anticipating Act 2. Oh, there, there's definitely going to be a sequel then. <laughs> yeah. Well, excellent. Um, well, I've had my last rites, and now I will die. Ca- carry on with that, guys. as a hero. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> huh. oh, I'm back, good. guys. I'm back. Um, yes, I forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> I, I, it's been two weeks since my last recommendation, which was pretty bad. <laughs> I didn't read anything. I, I was I was too busy being very ill and gross, and um, Jade wouldn't let me near the books for fear of infecting them. So, you, you know, know, I wouldn't put that past me. Well, I wouldn't because that's what you said. Mm-hmm. Unless I that was like uh, I was you know hallucinating, seeing things in my fevered state, but it, that it's all entirely possible. Mm-hmm. I, I 
listen, I want to use my fevered um, hallucinogenic state for something worthwhile, something at least entertaining for these fine, fine listeners. Jay? Yes? I hear you have a generator for us. What, what do you got? I sure do. And I tell you what, it's very perfect that you've just died and been reborn. <laughs> oh, that's good. Because I mean, you, my little one. Me? are in need of a new name. Perhaps a spooky name. Wait a minute. Is this... We're a few weeks off, but I'll allow it. I'll allow I it. I we'd get into a little early. You can picture we can have me just the, we can jiggling have my shoulders and getting excited yeah. for this. We can have the entire month, is it? You know. Yeah. If, if people on Twitter can be all like, whole oh, Halloween in September, then we can do... Ha- like, yeah, we're good. It's October, man. We're good. Okay, we're good. so... You died, you're back to life. You're a babby now. This um, is the Cow and Gate spooky name generator for babies. Cow and Gate? Cow and Gate? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what? What are they doing? Shush, little one. You can't speak yet because you're a baby. No, I'm, no, I'm a spooky baby. I've got like a grown-up voice like John Travolta. Oh, are you are you the 90-year-old baby from um, What We Do in the Shadows? <laughs> yes, I am, I am the vampire baby. Okay. Um... So what? What? Well, um, so this this spooky name generator actually spooks the shit out of me because here's here's the descriptions of how we do this. Use your little one's birth date. <laughs> then it says me? add your little one's first name, but I think we're gonna skip that because the last part, use your little one's birth month, gives you a double barrel name. So I think we'll be good with just Ooh. part one and part three. Mm. Okay. So, okay. Uh, Dean, let's let's obviously give you a baby spooky name. Uh, please. Birth date, please. Now, part of me wants wants you to remember that yourself. All right, fine. Twelve. <laughs> Fiendish. Oh, hello. Fiendish. Fiendish. Yes. And then September is Fiendish Jiggle Worm. I don't like that. <laughs> well, I, that's, I, that's gonna... you. That's your name forever now. I'm going to go back to the grave, guys. <laughs> I, you know, I had a good first innings, but I'm not feeling this second one. Um, fiendish Jiggleworm is disgusting. Okay. Well, uh, Josh, it's your turn now. Yes. So, um, birth date. Well, it's normally 17, mm-hmm. but I know that you have, you're the same, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm going to go 18. Okay. Dangerous. Oh, that is me. Better. And then month, please. Uh, November. Mm-hmm. The dangerous snooze spider. What the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, look at you, my little dangerous snooze spider. Little pinch of cheek. <laughs> let, okay, let, let's face it. Cow and Gay aren't really playing to their strengths on this one. Not quite. Um, um, Jade, what? What are you going to be like? Um, stingy um, crankle worm or whatever. What what, no. what are you? You see, you may be a zombie, but I'm the vampire. I'm the howling dribble bat. <laughs> dribble bat? Yes. It just doesn't sound great. <laughs> We've oh. got fiendish jiggle worm, dangerous uh, snooze spider, or howling dribble bat. Alright, off the bat, snooze spider... <clears throat> Snoo Spider has a lot more potential for imagery, weaving a dream, oh, catching wow. enemies. Oh, weaving a dream is a very good starting point. I like that. Oh, okay. yeah, these hallucinogens, they're really working for you, yeah. Dean. Yeah. Oh, hi, Zakaipe. <laughs> it's like they make this on drugs. Oh, hey, 
It's Dean here. Don't ever say that about someone's creation because it probably took a lot more effort than simply popping a pill and then writing down whatever the fuck they saw. Um, because that's what the creative process is like. Um, and we okay. have 86 episodes to attest to that. Yes, um, yes we do. A dreamweaving nice. spider sounds very interesting. It does. So that was uh, the fiendish... Dangerous. No, no, dangerous snooze spider. Okay, yeah. Dangerous. Bum, bum. <laughs> um, okay, so... Was that a Notorious B.I.G. thing? The, the Notorious. I, no, I, I know that from Duran Duran, not oh. not Biggie's. Not not B- Bigglesworth there. Um, Once again, audience chiming in here with the fact that I'm with you on this one and don't understand the music reference. Oh. You, you know, Notorious? Notorious. Nope. The King? Nope. The, the, the Master of the Room? Master I mean, of the House? I'm sure I've heard the name. Don't Chairman know. of the Board? Chairman of the budget. Yeah. All right. They ain't okay. no snooze spider. Snooze. All right. Snooze spider. They're weaving dreams. They're dangerous. They are pro. All right. All right. I want a pretty hero. Like the last few heroes we've done have been like um, kind of weird and out there. I mm-hmm. want. I want a nice pretty. All right. I'm I, come I out agree. And say it. I no. I one hundred percent agree. That's why I think we could do someone who isn't anthropomorphic so this no, isn't no, no. just going to be a straight say, up spider like listen the 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 illustration you did for uh the pelican Stop. was extremely good I don't want to remember but we all want to forget yes um listeners we are we're sorry we you know we we have a pledge to follow through and we follow through to our detriment mm-hmm. um pelicans are gross <laughs> but spiders are good for imagery aren't they well, I was thinking of um, just less about the spider itself and more about the person who is the snooze spider. Mm. So I was thinking this could be a hero that weaves. They don't just like weave like um, a web that just like not not in the kind of the Spider-Man way where it's like literally just sticky webbing from building to building or ceiling to floor. You know, I'm yeah. thinking more they actually weave a web that acts like a shawl and they place it over people jade let me elevate this this web idea a little bit Mm -hmm. what if weaving dreams isn't just like creating dreams but what if it's like weaving dreams together so what if this hero is more about creating like a network of dreams between people Mm -hmm. so um they they allow people to like share dreams and maybe that's a way we can use to fight crime. Oh my goodness, talk- what if this was a really peaceful hero that isn't about violence at all and they actually, like, trick all of the... Okay, we're back in the bank. Here we go. <laughs> okay. We've got robbers. we got hostages. Mm-hmm. And uh, snoo- dangerous snooze spider sneaks in. That's a mouthful. Um, And, you know, they're, they're weaving as they go and they just gently float down the shawl on someone and they fall asleep. And then the fellow hostages are like, shit, what was that? And then they also fall asleep. It's like that bit in Sleeping Beauty where everyone just slowly falls to the floor. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the hostages are out and they're in a shared dream. And then uh, one of the criminals comes over is like, to, to check on them and is like, oh, shit, wait, wh- who did this? And then they fall asleep. And <gasps> they're not in a separate dream. They're also in the dream. But that's not a bad thing. They're not going to hurt each other in the dream because, you know, dreams are fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, you you I mean, can never Dean, punch someone in a dream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can never really do anything with your arms that you want them to in a dream because 
they're fucking weird and noodly. But Dean, you're in a weird fever dream right now. You can attest. It's weird. I, I can't touch my face. There you go. So <laughs> as uh, Snoo Spider lures the other criminals into the dream to join, basically their goal is to get everyone into the dream for long enough that they just put their differences aside and when they all wake up after, like, I guess all of the shawls would be active on all of these people, hmm. they could, like, join into one. Hmm. And then it gets pulled off in like one flourish. I did. I like this idea, mm-hmm. but I wasn't thinking about the shawls. I was thinking more about more of a. I was thinking more like Wonder Woman's lasso of truth. Mm-hmm. So instead of like the shawls falling on them, I was thinking about them just being tied up. Okay. And they'd move. They basically move from one person to the next, kind of tying them up quickly, and so on and so forth, into a web. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you're going a little bit more physical again with uh, with things, with the web. A little yeah, bit more you know, Spider-Man-ish. It's a, it's a soft web. I was going okay. to argue that the shawl placement is a much gentler thing, and it's a very, like, stealth thing. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I like I like that idea. Like, like, we have had heroes who tie up our villains quite mm. often. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but if we're going to lean into this hero being a very gentle type... It would be nice to have them act in a gentle way. Okay, so maybe not tying them up. Mm. But have you ever walked into a cobweb? I literally put my hand in one today and it was both gently soft and gross. Yeah, like most of the time we obviously don't see them in front of you. Yeah. But they they just kind of get, you get tangled up in them regardless and you'll still find like a, you think you've got rid of it and no, there's a little bit on there. Yeah, there's still a bit Mm. there, yeah. So I was kind of thinking more like that. It wasn't so much... I said tying, but obviously that sounds a bit more physical. Mm. But kind of a loose kind of weaving. Okay. Okay. I, I get you now. Like someone's draping the web over you. Ah, mm. so instead of like making it and then dropping it on them, you mean they're like weaving it around them and then before they realize it, oh, suddenly it's like a shawl. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I can, yeah, I can, I can get on board with that. That, yeah. Hmm. Something a little bit more gentle, something a little bit more easy so you know, a lot, that, a lot that, of criminals they just does, need a good nap that does mean that this hero needs to be able to get above their targets mm-hmm. so how do how do they move around don't don't say like spider-man don't no. don't say it they have multiple arms what i don't know that's like, like spider oh like they they climb and they're just holding with two arms while they weave with the other two or something yeah. Hmm. Why not? <laughs> I mean, does that mean they have like four legs? Oh, I don't. Want, mm. I'd be fine with this. I quite like, well, like this. either six arms, two legs, or you can do you can do an even split if you want. Or they get I, f- four remember, legs and two arms. <laughs> the thing is, I remember Spider-Man with his six arms, and it was not a pretty sight. Mm, no, it wasn't. Um, and like four legs as well, like. What does that configuration even look well, like? Well, no, actually, can... no, it'd be six legs, I suppose. Well, no, hold on, hold on. I'm thinking the classic, like, dead spider look, which is actually this, less morbid. The the Spider-Man logo, you have four up, four down. Mm. If Jade says they're up for it. I'm j- sorry to lean that. into Spider-Man so much, but it's very easy. a giant easy. ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it's it's difficult. We I, want, like, we want... I like the idea of them physically climbing to the point though rather than like i Mm. can float up or i can stick to the walls it's like no i've got to physically get up there 
Well, there is that weird thing at the moment about spiders who can... The reason that spiders can fly is because of the Earth's electromagnetic pull or something? Excuse me? What, Josh? Did I dream this? I think you dreamt this. No. Are are they... Are are you saying that spiders are like superconductors and they can just like hover using... Why do you... Josh, come on. There you go. I knew I wasn't talking nonsense. A new study published by scientists at University of Bristol proves that spiders can sense the Earth's electric field and use it to fly through the air. Wow. Well, I guess that's their power now. The the process, known as ballooning, allows the arachnids (laughs) to use strands of silk to float up to three miles above the Earth's Earth's surface and a thousand miles out to sea. Oh my god. What the fuck? They can fly three... That's the power. If you think about it, I kind of think of it like a um, bumper car with a little bit pointing out the top that attaches to the top of it. Mm-hmm. That will look crap. <clears throat> Let, let's just... That'll look crap in a comic book, but what if they had like lots of like little webs like coming off like their, their arms and legs sort of like spread out. Not like... Kind of like little tendrils and they can... Maybe we can have some like static electricity like arcing between them as well. Yeah, they've just we ha- got the residue of all the previous shawls they've made because like you say, you're always finding bits of it left over. Yeah, and... We will have to somehow tell the audience, the readers, that they can use the electromagnetic field of the Earth to fly. No, Dean, it's science. Audience, listen, it's science. We'll we'll link them to that particular like <laughs> academic article and tell them to read it for homework to enjoy our comic. Yes. No, it's fine. Like, we, we should be reading. we should be teaching people yes. with these. Uh, we could do like they used to do in the old days with uh, the flash facts, where they'd give you a little scientific little. <laughs> Tidbits. Was that did they really? Yeah, they used to do flash facts. <laughs> That's a flash fact. Here's a flash fact for you. Go on. Are you going to oh. give us one? <laughs> the flash is bad. Anyway, <laughs> so one is okay. Who is City Spider? Snooze Spider, Dean. Who is Snooze Spider? You know what? Give me a alter ego. We haven't had one for a while. I want a mild-mannered blank. Yeah, they've got to be really mild-mannered. Someone very mm. gentle. Who has four arms and four legs. My first two gut reactions were homeless and librarian, but I'm also thinking, eh. Um, I, I see, I think of a spider, and, like, I don't know, I think, like, they have a lot of kids. Spiders lay a lot of eggs. So what if we, like, turn that, like, parenty thing into part of the character? What if they were either running some sort of orphanage? We've done an orphanage-esque character, but that was a very long time ago. Remember Aldrich Abbott? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That was a good episode. Um, look up our Harry Potter name generator episode. It's quite early on. Um, or like they just have a lot of kids. Maybe, maybe have we done like a like a an actual parent superhero in a while? I mean, I- we did that whole group of parents who were in the like the Tuesday in the Breezes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I agree that we could just do you know a straight up parent. I think that would be really nice. Um, Let's do a straight up parent. Good parents are heroes. Um, and That's true. I think you could perhaps have them have like what what would their day job be that would be interesting and ties into dream. Um, no sleep therapist. A chef. Explain. Um, multiple arms. Always fun to see them cook. Mm-hmm. Um. And something to do with dream dishes. 
that they run a very successful restaurant because they've been using their power to find out Where what they're... Oh. No, I've just thought of the perfect thing that they cook, their speciality. Oh. Mm-hmm. There was that chef who, for some reason, was on TV all the time when I was younger, and their signature thing was the, the melted, like, sugar caramel thing where oh, you just you know, yeah, you whip it around yeah. and it looks like it just because it looks like a spy's web yes because it looks like webbing <laughs> it looks like a web so they are like this swift gentle chef who barely makes a sound and makes plates like dreams also just a shout out to all the uh new parents older parents who are also chefs because like those are two pressurized jobs <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you you need to be a superhero to take both of those on at once. I feel like I don't understand how chefs manage being parents because sorry, getting off topic a little, but it's relevant to our hero. Because yeah. like, don't chefs have weird like hours because they can't eat their meals during regular meal times because obviously those are prime restaurant hours. Chefs chefs eat last, yes, yeah. that's true. Or as they go. Mm, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh. Any chefs listening? Are, are you cooking while see, listening now, to us? See, if this, if we were making this comic for real, this is the point where we'd then invite a chef to be uh, a, a... Advisor? Advisor, yes. I was going to say oh. reference, but like, <coughs> no, they're, they're a person, not an item. <laughs> we'd have to like look through uh, old episodes of Ready Steady Cook to find <laughs> the, the guy who does the, the sugar, yeah. the sugar nests. Um, I, I know... I know the face. I just yeah, don't know yeah, the you know name. I mean. um, oh, some guy. But, but yeah, yes. so that that's their their alter ego. So they they are picture like the gentlest parent who make like like that that fucking moment from Ratatouille where the mum is just like, oh, you mm. you scraped your knee here. Have some stew, and that'll make you feel instantly better. That's Aww. that's what I was thinking about with yeah. the like. That's how they've kind of made their name for themselves is by using their powers to use the people's dreams to kind of mm. figure out what their favorite meal is to yeah. take them back to their yeah you know, their mom's cooking and junk yeah okay. so like All right. sometimes, i'm enjoying this yeah sometimes in their i imagine they work in a restaurant maybe they don't own it but but they mm. they have uh, a high tier role um perhaps they sometimes like they'll catch the eye of like a customer who's ordered a certain thing and then they just kind of take one look at it and go oh no 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 and they they you know throw that out they throw out the, the order and they go, no, no, I know what they need. And they make a very special dish that has like a really weird out of place ingredient. <laughs> and the customer's like, I didn't order this. But something compels them to eat it anyway. Excellent. A nice, gentle hero. Let's give them some sort of big arc, arch villain. They need something to fight now. Let's ruin their lives just a little bit. Well, it's going to be trying to find balance. Because mm. chefs, as we said, don't work normal hours. Neither do superheroes. Oh, neither, God. Neither do, neither do parents. That's true. I've heard of the triple shift, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I imagine this this parent also, like, uses their power of putting people under sleep uh, on the kids. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. quite often they have, like, really early nights just so that this hero can go and, you know, save the world. Hmm. But that means that their kids... Even though they love them, they're like, but you're all, like, you don't really spend that much time with us. Like, oh, we're no. always really sleepy, and it's getting kind of suspicious. <laughs> Are you? And, and you've got these six arms, and Yeah, like, what's that about? <laughs> it's just, I mean, just a birth was, defect, there. It's fine. Don't I was judge. going to ask, do is that normal for this world? Hmm. May, maybe it's just a thing, like, 
No one really questions no. it. It's it's 2019. If I saw some someone with four arms and four legs, I'd be like, huh. It's like that thing, you know, when you have a character, and uh, I don't know the name of the trope, but like character that doesn't belong in X world. Mm. Yeah. And they're like, I have to blend in, but they really don't blend in. But it doesn't matter because every single time you see that in a movie, any random bystander is like, what, is it like Comic-Con or something? What's the deal? Oh, man. Solid trope, 10 out of 10. Best, or, best or is trope. it more like My Hero Acad- Academia? Where everyone like, has something. With Bird Boy. And it's just mm. like, oh, everyone's got superpowers, but I guess this person has superpowers and also just happen to look like a bird. I almost think it's funnier if it isn't a regular occurrence. And every yeah. time people see these forearms, I'm adamant it's going to be four. Um, <laughs> They're just gonna like double take and be like, "Now nah, they're just moving their arms really fast." You know, like in a comic where you see multiple arms, but they only have two. Nice, <laughs> man. There are some. When when you think <laughs> about it, there's some fucked up people in my hair. <laughs> like, there's that one kid who doesn't have a face and the weird like wing tendrils. Yeah, I know you're gonna mm. mention him. You ever think about that? Yeah. Yes, but I also do think about a quick joke that our hero could make sometimes. Go on. About how sometimes you know they're very busy and they look down. At their forehands and say, sometimes I wish I just had another pair. <laughs> you know, they're, they're always <laughs> always wishing that they could trade a, pe- a pair of those legs for another pair of arms. He's useless four legs. Yeah, <laughs> ah, four arms Got, again. Gotta buy tailor-made jeans from Super Tailor. How they weave like, jeans? I was going to say they're, they're going to tailor themselves. Come on. Yeah. I, I, Catch okay. Up. Me. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm going <clears> to <throat> crack this wide open for comedy. You ready? Oh, go on. Here comes the comedy. Go on. Where do the threads come from? Oh. Um, oh, is there... It's, um, you know, the very fine hairs... Oh, well, a lot of people have fine hairs on their arms. Like, just the forearm? Mm. Is, oh. oh. Wait, they're just, like, pulling out the hair on their arms? No, it's just, like, it extends sometimes if they want it to. It doesn't, like... It's not a pulling motion. It's just, like... Picture like a God. I can demonstrate with my hands, but I can't describe it. It's just more of like a floaty, outy motion. <laughs> and they use that to weave the webs, the dream webs. Yeah, I mean it'll be close to their hands, so it'll be fast. Put it this way: and it's not like the fucking Spider-Man ripoff in Venture Brothers, who literally shits out his web. I mean, that was where the comedy was going. That's where the train was heading. No. No. Not okay. That's listen. This that's parent fine. has to deal with enough shit and piss with all these kids. Yeah. Okay, okay. I can't. I, I don't mind the the arm thing. It's weird, but hey, it this is a weird hair in it, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we don't we don't have to sweat it. Do you it. think? Do and, you think they have like um, other parents come and stay with them, and they just kind of every so often they get like one of those kind of clean freak parents who just sits there and sneers a little and is like, you know, you could get like just it's just a quick thing. Like I know you're really busy all the time, but you could just get like a little feather duster and get rid of those cobwebs, dear. And then that night, they have nightmares. <laughs> no, because this is a gentle hero who doesn't do bad things because I mean, we've had too many of those. Their first their first part of the name is dangerous. Oh, oh we forgot about that. Dangerous I mean, because they're so effective. I've been thinking about this the whole time. Oh, okay. no, you, no, you haven't, Jay. Yes, you, I have. Every time we've haven't. said Snooze Spider, I've remembered dangerous and hoped <laughs> that neither one of you would bring it up. Jet. Yes. Turns out you're the dangerous one here. I am. I they're they're dangerous because they're effective. I'm glad we cleared that up. 
match. They've got a 100% success rate. Yeah, I mean, they've never failed. What? How many of our heroes can we say that about? Um, um, I mean, we've had a good run. Oh, no, we made a villain. We made a pelican. Yep. Um, <laughs> what, what was the one before the tiger? Hey, we can't remember our own kids. <laughs> it's been a lot of heroes, team. We've had like 88 kids. My point being that they're dangerous because they've never failed and they've never failed because they've always done the right thing. Mm. And all the criminals are like, you, be, you gotta be careful of the snooze spider. What do they do? They're uh, dangerous. Well, they put you to sleep. And these criminals are like, they, they what? Well, you know, they, they put you to sleep. Yeah, but what do they do after that? Well, that's it. <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> Some of the guys are like, well, I ain't had a good night's sleep in, in four months. <laughs> They're like, bring it on. I need sleep. I'm an insomniac. Yeah. I guess I'm just going to like, you know, case this diamond store. And if if the worst happens, oh, no. Do you think maybe oh. that's like a trend as the story goes on? Like crime starts, you know, calming down and we start to see a trend of like some criminals just doing small busts and they're like, oh, no, this dangerous <laughs> snooze spider showed up. Whatever shall I do? And they're like play- placing like a little pillow right, right <laughs> <laughs> where their head's going to fall. Just like putting the quote over them. I hope no one like tries and <laughs> stops me from stealing all these, these bedtime And bedtime snooze things. spider just does it anyway because they're like, yeah, all right, <laughs> fine. Front page of the newspaper. Teddy bear store heisted fourth time this week. <laughs> Listen, you wanted a pure, pure ass comic. You got yourself a pure ass comic. Um. Also, isn't it interesting how our hero with the busiest lifestyle has the most soothing powers? Yes. It's it's a delightful contrast. It's also um our first Halloween hero of the this year, and we've <laughs> gone with like the gentlest, softest, calming. Because Josh is gonna find like the the fucking like rotting animal generator or something, and we're gonna have to inspire a bot's gonna come Which one? back. Let me, let me my... add that to my uh, notes. No, I an animal still haunts me. <laughs> gonna need Snooze Spider to help us forget. Yeah, we had like the creepy kids last time as well. The fucking goosebump ass villains. Mm. Um, so what Snooze Spider's costume look like? Um. I my main word I'd like to go for is drapery. Drape. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a collection of like, you know, tassels. Yeah. In- interlaced. T- Jade, remember you're drawing this though. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> oh. Now, I'm- thinking about it. Ooh, go could on. the like the drapery? You know how we mentioned about how they generate their webs. Yes, yes, yes. So what if they were actually generating? the drapery kind of maybe like almost like a cape kind of deal and it's the cape that kind of flows and entwines the criminals and hostages and stuff Mm -hmm. so kind of it just keeps on like flowing that way yeah i'm into it it just becomes a gigantic blanket yeah yeah oh a little bedtime hero so when it's not active i'd like it to look shawl-ish because it was inspired (laughs) of course yeah I That's just fine. like Man, shawls, guys. I can't believe we created a spider sona like 10 months after <laughs> everyone else did. Was that a thing? 
Yeah, because I, I found that there was a bunch, and then um, I think it was featured somewhere. Can't remember where, but like oh. there was a bunch of really creative spider sonas. I found mm. the perfect spider for mine, and then never got around to doing it. Hmm. Was it like the hermit spider or something the, like that? The brown hermit spider. <laughs> it, simply perfect. Yeah. So how does this end? Mm. With I don't with, want it to end with sleepy time. Listen, just a, like, a night night to all the criminals. We. I don't. This is going to be a long runner. This is going to be our, um, our sweet cash cow baby. We're gonna. I. I. I just don't want it. To, it's too for the year twenty nineteen. This is the hero we need. I feel like yeah, you're right. Like this one doesn't really need an ending. So so much as it needs like a reason to keep going. Hmm. We we need. Um. I guess I guess the reason is just seeing the constant struggle of taking care of kids, cooking delicious meals, putting criminals to sleep, and also making sure they have delightful dreams so that they can just work through all their issues, deal with all their emotions and trauma, and wake up fully refreshed. Does it just end with them having a nap? Oh, what? Snooze snooze spider spider. having a nap? Yeah, like throughout the entire comic, we're just not going to show them sleeping in any way. Oh my god, maybe, They're always going to be active. Yeah, maybe they don't even sleep. But they're they're tricked into it. (gasps) Gasp. They're kids. Get- Their kids yeah, are like, the- yeah, they, they, they want to spend more time with them. And they, over the course of the comic, they slowly figure out why their parent has been not, not like choosing to spend less time with them, but like, they're just so busy. And it's like, we see you working so hard. And now we figured out that you're a hero as well. Like, I mean, you were <laughs> always our hero, but now you're the hero of everyone. And that's just too much. Oh, and these kids, you know, they, they spy on their parent. Maybe they figure out a way to snap out of the dreams one night, and that's when they follow their parent. Hmm. Oh. Oh. The, then we got a little kids' adventure. Oh, maybe because the kids have dreamed together so many times, they start to gain control over it. Oh. Or maybe yeah. during their dreams, they start to work out their own like way of dealing with it outside. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe... maybe um. They become so sort of inter what's the word sort of interlaced within the the dream network mm-hmm. that Snoo Spider uses. They end up like drifting into other people's dreams. Oh no! They okay okay. So Snoo Spider puts the kids to sleep before going to fight crime, and during fighting crime, they put other people to sleep. So naturally, there'd be some yeah, exactly. connection. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. the kids, the kids stumble into the criminal and potential hostages' shared dreams. Hmm. And being kids, they're not freaked out by this in the slightest. Like I would say, like years. yeah, there's yeah. that. But also, there'd be no threat within these dreams. Mm. I wouldn't want them to like accidentally stumble into like the criminals first waking up in the dream and being like, "Where the fuck am I? Is this you? I'm gonna fuck kill you." No. As yeah, soon that, as people are put to sleep by Snooze Spider, they're just serene. They're like. I don't know what's fucking happening, but this is great. I needed this. They're in like a, a wildflower field, mm-hmm. like a meadow-ass meadow. There's well, puppies they're, in they're that meadow. In, they're in an amalgamation of whatever makes those people happy. Yeah, there's yes. just like a picnic there with all their favorite food. And that so if, said... Oh, go on. I was thinking the origin of each dream is probably going to start with the kids going to sleep. Mm-hmm. So would the potentially the, the dreamscape where the criminals are be influenced mm-hmm. by whatever the kids started dreaming of. Oh, that's very good. 
I mean that. I mean, I think that's fair because yeah. you know the, the kids are going to be dreaming about like you know being a pirate, adventuring, or um, like s- s- sports. I'd the say dreams. like in order for a dream to be truly serene, heaven-like, you need to have an element of whatever the dreamer likes. But that's not to say that because like it can be just a vast space, perhaps. The, the kids' dreams always start the space and then it grows out from that. Mm, mm. So, like, say, uh, did one of you say, like, being a pirate or something? Or was I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if they were, like, sailing on the sea, being pirates together, and, like, the the boat just washes up on, on a beach and there's, like, a criminal with margarita on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that kind of thing. It's the same broad strokes, but everyone's got their own little bit in that dream. So perhaps... Uh, Snooze Spider hasn't always been fighting crime. Like, maybe um, the kids, over time, figured out that they were dreaming together and became aware of it. And so they were just having the fucking time of their lives every night. And then you have that first incident where, you know, they they wash up on a criminal and they're like, well, there's normally no one else here. What's going on? Mm. Or maybe there are usually other people in their dreams, but maybe um, as they grow older... You know, they they become a little bit more aware of the world oh, around perhaps, them, yeah. and maybe oh, they recognize someone from oh, the TV okay. or something. Yes, yes, I was about to say the same thing. Very good. Mm. Yes. Mm. Wavelength. Yeah. Dream dreamscape. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's when they start figuring it out, and they endeavor for the whole of this comic to try and bust out of the dreams to like wake themselves up so that they can go after their parent and just be like, listen, you know. You should just take a break. And then they have to trick their parent into wearing their own shawl. <laughs> so, like, essentially, they have to be a bit disrespectful and just flip the shawl over the parent's head. Yeah. You know, like when you flip a cape over? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that they just fall asleep. Uh, it's, it's like the start of the comic is going to be a general kind of superhero slice of life type thing. And then eventually mm-hmm. it's going to turn into like some sort of heist comic. <laughs> where the kids some do sort some of- sort of Ocean's Eleven looking way of trying to get out of a dream like, yeah. like inception but reverse. yeah it's like it's almost like a, a self-care heist because In- they're trying inception, to teach their mom whole, yeah wholesome. yeah oh i like that um for a, just an, a nice easy going uh relaxing comic that's all about you know the struggles of of juggling multiple things but also not giving in to the oh. um uh, wait 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 let me finish oh, okay uh but you know it's about like not giving up your softer side either because it's very easy just to become hardened by the world and by the responsibilities that you have but you know um maybe snoo spider can teach us that just try try and hold on to what makes you innocent no 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 just get some fucking sleep also get sleep yeah you'll do you'll be better if you sleep enough i know exactly how it's gonna the last panel is oh so it's, it's gonna be snoo spider waking up in bed surrounded by all their kids Lovely. And they're going to say, they go try and hug them all, and they're going to say, I wish I had more arms. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And that'll be it. Oh, and one of the kids obviously made breakfast and they've got it on yeah, the Yeah, yeah, of course. They've got some OJ. They've got their toast popping out and stuff. No, 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 Josh. No, 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 no. Not just that. One of the kids is an aspiring chef. And they have oh. their own really messy, really lumpy sugar nest. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good place to. Uh, snip this episode That's such off. a beautiful image. I'm, I'm tearing <laughs> up. So beautiful. Thank you all so much for listening to us make a very, very good, wholesome, sleepy time hero. That's the hero that we need in 
the year of Alo 2019. And also Josh, it fits in with uh, Cow and Gate, <laughs> who are our new sponsors. <laughs> Thanks, Cow and Gate. I get, we, we played right into their hands. See, all these other podcasts, Shit. they're going to be getting their sponsors of mattresses and boxes full of snacks. And Here raises. we are. Ca- Bitten by Radioactive Podcast. Sponsored by Cow and Gate. Just sit, <laughs> listen with your little one. Yeah. Don't. don't. <laughs> we are explicit. Josh, um, if they do want to listen with others and they like the show that much, that they would share with others, uh, tell them how they can support us. That was interesting. Yeah, um, Dean needs a new dose, I think. I've got, yeah. like, five minutes left, Tops. I, I think um, someone else needs a bit of a nap. Um, but before you nap, what you should be doing is you should be going to iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Twitter, all sorts of other social networks, and spreading the good word. Um, if you do it on a review, uh, whichever handle you leave, uh, we'll throw into our generators, and you too could be a hero. Yeah, you could be a sleepy time hero. You could be. Um, we mentioned our Twitter. Um, BBR underscore podcast. Uh, on a Wednesday, we post up um, our recommendations. So you're going to be seeing some very nice art this week. Mm-hmm. And then the following Monday, you'll also see some more very nice art in the case of Jade drawing our Sleepy Time Snooze Spider. It's going to be delightful. It's, it's going to be wholesome. It's going to be very pastel, I think. Mm. I was going to say, like, for the comic, it would have to be in pastel colours. Yeah. Mm. Kind of like thinking, like, the kind of aesthetic of like a patchwork toy elephant. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's delightful. Man, I mm. guess you'd ha- you could have like a different style for like sleepy time and the real world. Mm. Um, just mm. just to reinforce things, mm. or we could just have it all gentle all the time because we all need all gentle all the time. <laughs> I feel. Um, right, I'm gonna go pass out. So um, thank you all for listening. You. <sighs> You have been listen, listening to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast. Uh, wait. Wow, they haven't been bitten. <laughs> I, I, you escaped being bitten in yeah. Halloween, no less. I'm Dean, down with the mattress, McKnight. Wow, I'm Jade. <coughs> Dean needs assistance, Sarson. Help. And I'm Josh. Um, that's what that nurses do. I'll prepare the anesthetic. You prescribe Ooh. some comics? Yeah, I'll prescribe some more comics, Randall. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Anyway, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Uh, uh, good night. <laughs> Bye, everyone.